Hello. Hello. Yo. And welcome to the 48th episode of... That was better. That was one of, that's your best one. I was looking though. Smooth. You're not smooth. Though. It would have been smooth. Beyonce got a tune called Flawless. Is that Beyonce tune? That's, that's a, that's a Do you know what? That, that um... <laughs> yeah, that's very similar to my Donald Bird cover when I'm like, Lives. You did a, a live performance of that recently. I, I was inspired by the, um, yeah, I did actually with Ezra Collective. How'd that go? It was stressful because like we got there, was, we filmed it like three weeks ago and BBC, we were, that was when we were in lockdown, but BBC were like really strict on the whole. So you couldn't touch and you couldn't touch a keyboard chair. Like whenever you touch wow. something, someone was behind you with a baby wipe. Spray hand sanitizer. Yeah, it was insane. What venue was that? It was at the new, well, not new, but it's it's usually where they do comedy there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was sick. Wait, who's that extra voice? What the (laughs) hell is that? (laughs) Well, with with me, Barnett. (laughs) This is going to shit. Go on. Me, Jordan. Me, Alpha. Me, Junior. We've got Junior in the building today. He's the fourth member of the podcast. Up, put up. Um, yeah, they're not. Junior is a, a person named Junior <laughs> who I know. Um, yeah, we've known Junior for a long time. Um, <laughs> he's just here. Sometimes we just have people. In the, we're just going to have people on the podcast. Just, uh, but you know what? You know what's interesting, Alpha? Yeah. Is that, I mean, we are a podcast, but we are also. The 14th most popular podcast <laughs> in the United Kingdom. Smooth. Wow. Transition, baby. Um, no, thank you guys so much for, um, you know, that's, uh, we weren't expecting it. Um, I never experienced it. I never experienced it. Um, no, it means a lot um, from all of us. We just talk about stuff and you guys seem to resonate. Is that know? just for the UK? Yeah. Okay. Um, I didn't like the way you said just. No, I mean, <laughs> that's not. That's, that, I didn't. I didn't just checking the territory. <laughs> the thing about, the thing about Spotify, I think we're very Spotify centric because we live here. Yeah. Spotify. You know, yeah, there's countries where Spotify mm. isn't the, the king of the world. Like, even in America, it's not the king of the world. Yeah. Yeah. I, Apple, hope Apple Apple, yeah. I hope we're like top fifty on Bebo this year. Whoa! <laughs> what's wrong with you? <laughs> Probably with the kids. <laughs> <laughs> we're, in the, we're in the top friends. Yeah, we are. We're top eight. Um, but yeah, no, it means a lot. Uh, thank you. We've been thank consistent. You for listening. It means that yeah, you guys are listening, which is great. Um, so yeah, on topic of uh, that, <laughs> listening, <laughs> guys, guys, hold on. How's your week been? <laughs> oh, okay. On on the topic of what? How's your week? Like, what was you gonna say? Sorry. I was gonna, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Transition? No one's letting me land. Yeah, I was Sorry, gonna say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, I was gonna say anything. <laughs> what? What's going on? The tra- <laughs> he tries to put transitions into sections in a oh, nice okay. way, and it's it's quite a fun game though. When, it uh, when it doesn't work, when, 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 when it doesn't work, you just hear the piano of the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I've heard that. I've heard that a few times. That's yeah. when it's not going well. Um, but Junior, as you're our guest, Hi. out of ten, how's your week been? Ooh, week starting from Monday. Week has been. Doesn't wait. Doesn't week start from Monday? Or we start, start our week from the last time we said that. Oh no, do we? So oh, do we? I know we do actually. So You're from right. your last Thursday, no. <laughs> so from my last Thursday, my week has been. Oh, okay. My week has been uh, an eight. Wow. wow. Uncharacteristic. Has a baby good. been born? Because that means because Alpha's no, that's no a, baby's that's been a born. Six for me, but yeah, that's a been born. solid six with a baby. Uh, no, just an a, eight. A, a 
business transaction. Okay. Oh, the bag okay. got secured. Okay. Got confirmed. <laughs> okay. And we do like confirmation. Um, Junior, what do you do for work? Ooh, um, what do you enjoy? <laughs> what do I do for work? Uh, I'm a musician first. Cheers, baby. Principal instrument percussion. Cheers, baby. But I do many other things. Was, uh, was this bag music related? It was music related, thankfully. Was it a future tour? No. They, they seem like they're far away still. Yeah. We've had a few tour offers. Come it feels on. like people are, with this whole vaccine conversation. Yeah. Like I've had loads of booking agents or tour managers oh, God. inquiring about. I'm not a big touring advocate. No, not advocate. I, I much prefer being in the studio than being on stage. But yeah. now lately I've missed being on stage how much have you missed it like really missed it or are you just like oh i want to do a show well i did i jumped up and sang on spaven's gig and i was mm. like oh this is fun being like up here mm. and then whenever i went back down because i like get up a few times in his set yeah i was like oh i'm getting back off okay i'm back <laughs> on stage now i was like i want to stay up here yeah yeah you didn't have much to do on the spaven thing but jump up right like so you didn't feel the behind the scenes i was gonna say because when when they had finished the gig I was like, cool, see you guys when we get my train home. <laughs> They're like, pack down their shit, say yeah. hello to everyone at the thing. So are you guys up, like, you guys pack down? Because some people, don't, if they have like a tour manager, they don't pack down. So I just... pack down. So even if you're a TM, you, you pack down? It yeah. depends who the instruments. Actually, yeah. shit, no, I haven't been. I Last <gasps> European tour, I didn't pack down. I, I had a tech. had a tech. You're a diva. I know, I, I, I still feel a bit... Guilty. Don't be guilty about guilty. having a tech. Feel guilty, John. I feel I just feel bad. Why do you feel bad about having a tech? Because, God, they feel they do my. But you're paying them to do that, right? I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. that you didn't smuggle them in and then just. <laughs> and it's it's a it's a it's a craft in itself. Do there's, techs there's get different... angry if you don't if you help pack stuff away? Yeah, my tech he's he's got OCD. He yeah. gets his case, the tape, gets the cables wrapped perfectly, yeah. sets it in the box the right way, so he, when he unloads it, he knows yeah. like where shit goes. Pretty intense. You should get a tech, bro. For SM58. <laughs> Mike's there. <laughs> <laughs> well, your, your tour manager acts as a tech, technically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're to yam. You know, um, having, having a tech is important. I've, I've been a tech for a long period of my oh, life. Oh, really? Who did you tech for? Oh, many different people. I'm not going to name drop. But being, being, being a tech is, you know, it's like it's like a Formula One team. Yeah. Do you, do you, Lewis, Lewis Hamilton stop. doesn't. Doesn't do his own wheels. Do you miss teching? Louis Hamilton. Louis Hamilton. Do I miss teching? Uh, no. I can imagine it'd be quite exciting. What, There's. Tech? It depends. <laughs> no, it depends on what. It depends on what instrument you're teching. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. Oh my days. Okay. Um, How was your week, Barney? Out of ten. Hmm. I feel loved, guys. I feel wanted because you know, <laughs> I'm being asked. On a regular basis now, I'm at my out of 10. Um, it has been a solid... Take your time. Take, take your time. Uh, <laughs> solid five. Solid five? Oh five. my God, five. What was it last week? Six. Wait, five is five is neither good or bad. Why was I just like, oh my God. Yeah, yeah, I've, yeah, I've had minus one. weeks. I've had like, minus one week. Do you know what though? A five, for <clears> some reason... Yeah, it feels like a negative week still. No, even it's, though it's halfway between. Just, just quick, when you guys rate your weeks, yeah. are you doing it relatively to your own rating, <laughs> or are you doing it to what people's week? So can I give you an example? Okay. If I'm generally happy all the time, <laughs> yeah, 
Would my five be better than someone's eight? The rating oh, should only be your podcast. It should, it should only you be on your yeah. It should what be your rating? Yeah. Is. What your yeah. personal? Because that's funny. Because we could be. Because I was like, you said the five and alpha to react it, and then I was like, wait a minute. I guess every week is nice, which is a five. Sorry. <laughs> Everything's, Everything's nice. messy. Oh, yeah. um, I don't know. No, it's, just, it's definitely about yourself. Because say, like, you lost your phone. You'd be like, oh, I just lost my phone. But some people could be like, oh, I lost my phone. And that was, like, meant so much to me. And I lost pictures of my family. And that's why I'm so sad. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it could be... It's all relative, isn't it? Like, it's all about, you know, yourself. So you just had normal week? Um, yeah, it's been... It's weird, like it's December now. I think I had that... a bit of a photo shoot outside just now, didn't we? Listen, <laughs> Alpha. Okay, guys, we're here now. Okay, so <laughs> BTS. Listen, this is it. I, um, I'm proud of my work. So um, I had to do some photos, you know, influencer life um, for, for for the coming week. You guys see it? Yeah, you'll see it. You, I'll, I'll tag. And Alpha took some incredible pictures. You'll um, see it, man. You know, I think he's. Are you gonna do what's like a good CC photographer? photographer with the symbol and put you Alpha? Have to, definitely, you have to. Yeah, what's I'm a good Mr. photographer Artist. name or a famous photographer? You know. I can just I hijack. I don't know. Okay. We can make one for you though. Fuck. We need to rate photographers, man. How we how do we not know the Beyonce Lisa photography? Ann? Who? Lisa Ann. Lisa Ann. Yeah, she's a photographer. <laughs> oh, my God. oh my god. I don't know who that is. <laughs> I have no clue who that is. I am not I don't know anything about this. Oh man. Jordan. Jordan. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about. Uh, let's move on. Uh, how did we get out of Lisa. My, week been, <laughs> my week's been all right. Um, been kind of tired. I've rushed to go Ikea yesterday because lockdown lifted yesterday. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, and I've been meaning to go Ikea for a while. Yeah. And I haven't been able to. I didn't want to order things online. Yeah. Um, I tried to do Black Friday, so Black Friday was last Friday. Yeah, how did it go? Oh, man. I didn't. Even, I, I, I didn't know what to buy. How do you do Amazon Black Friday? Right I was on. I was on <laughs> Amazon. Yeah, scrolling yeah, the Black so Friday like... deals. And I was scrolling for ages, like I don't want any of this. I was like, oh, batteries. I was like, oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I guess there's that school of thought where like the smallest thing would be like, okay, I'll buy. It. I was looking at things I legitimately need, mm. and like I just went, I don't want this. Why did you? What was what was stopping you? Oh, do we, are you principally against Black Friday? No, it's not that. Yeah. I was looking forward to Black Friday, as in you know I could get a lot of things and blah blah yeah. blah. But when it came to scrolling, and that whole supermarket sweep, like mm. sort of ah, like Graham yeah. putting the. Oh, right, did you? Know? <laughs> so you just knocked a lamp. That was closer than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> you forgot. But yeah, the whole um, the whole supermarket sweep sort of rush to get something. Things expire. Oh, you only got an hour to get this. Like nine yeah. percent of, of yeah. the orders for this is. I couldn't wrap my brain around it. Well, I couldn't make the most of it. You know what it's like, though, Alpha. It's like when people, some people work differently. So some people, like, work well under pressure in terms of a buying situation. Where like, yeah. I need to buy everything, and some people don't. And I suppose you're just on a don't. So, for example, if we're taking this into reality, so going into actual shops, yeah. I'm the type of person I know what trainers I'm getting. Yeah, I walk into correct. a shop. Yeah. I'll get that trainer. Intentional. Get yeah exactly. I'll get that if they ain't got my size. I walk out the shop. Yeah, yeah. Whereas like there's other people that walk past the shop. It's got a thirty five percent sell. Browsing. They're browsing. <laughs> they're in there. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Just trying on different things and blah blah. I'm just like, no. It, I'm. It's, I it's came here for FIFA for twenty one. Right. And yeah. I'm leaving as soon as I purchase it. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, like so, that. so you never buy. It. So basically, that means you're not a sell person, pretty much. 
you don't go you don't go for the sales you're going to buy you don't regardless of the price so those trainings that you're going to get if on a tuesday yeah, yeah, if they're 100 pound yeah and then on the thursday you didn't they it, might be basically yeah. if i okay how else can i explain it? if this trainer i want yeah it's going yeah. to be 100 pound in january when yeah. i want it yeah but then i can get it for 20 pound in october yeah i'm getting it in jan like yes. i don't care yes okay. i won't wait until yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah doesn't, it doesn't, doesn't matter yeah. do you know what i mean uh-huh. but i'll only get that one trainer do you know what i mean yeah, yeah. so it's not like a bulk yeah not frivolous but yeah definitely not like so what, did, you, did you buy anything in black friday <sighs> i didn't buy anything on the friday i bought not an extra usb-c cable oh is it they're expensive are they <laughs> they are they're like 30 quid you need them for the like the new wave of tech. tech? This is true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that cannot be a thing now. Um, so what? So like, wait. So I'm just interested in this. So what? Did you yeah. buy things on the Saturday when the sales were done? No. Nah, so I bought I bought um, something leading up to the Black Friday. Mm-hmm. But you know, like, I I only bought that one thing then because I was like. I don't want I get the rest of my stuff on Black Friday because mm. that's going to be the day that mm. we're going to just... Yeah, they've turned Black Friday into like a weekend though now. Black yeah. Friday. Yeah. So it's, yeah, like it's been a few weeks. Two For, weeks yeah. of blackness. The, the week <laughs> of the Black Friday and then there's now Cyber yeah, Monday. What is Cyber which Monday? Is the, it's the Monday after Black Friday where it's just Cyber It's just another excuse to... Have People stuff. are shopping online on Friday anyway. Yeah, They're basically yeah. like, fuck, we didn't sell anything. Please. Yeah. yeah. I would love to know like how much it's like plummeted, like retail has plummeted. A lot. Debenhams shut down. I don't know. You don't, probably don't care. But Debenhams is yeah, and, and the other and another one, oh, Topshop. Yeah, it's yeah. about to go into administration. Yeah, Damn. it's mad for people that are. I feel so for the people that obviously work at these retail shops. Yeah. I don't really care for the people that own them now. The um, yeah, <laughs> the guys on top, rich all. guys. What's interesting though that is also like the weekly we, we podcast um fashion the fast fashion people are kind of thriving on these deals so like pretty little thing and that kind of stuff are doing these like giveaways that are kind of going viral on online right it's obviously just like great advertisement to their cause you know it's like oh like i heard this person do this and then everyone's mm. like tagging it which is obviously great promotion yeah, for yeah. the website because yeah. you can get like dresses for like one pound i heard they were all year like there's two models of selling stuff. Mm. You got the sell model, mm-hmm. where it's like someone like Holland and Barrett's. Yeah. There's always a sell. Yeah. yeah. Like all there's never like it's like everything must go all year round. Yeah. <laughs> Do you like know the, what I'm saying? It's like DFS. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, but it keeps <laughs> yeah. people coming round, and that's like it's the 99p uh, uh, model as well. Is that? Yeah. yeah it's, that? I think it's on the same premise. Right. Yeah. Oh, is so that that instead of calling something one pound, it's it's 99p. Oh, that's right, game changing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, 100. Yeah, but then the other no, one, no, it's, it's lost a lot of people's money. I think that's what caught out Debenhams. Jordan's on the road, man. Jordan, speaking like, you, I thought, you I guys have to tell, yeah. <laughs> tell us how your week's been. Yeah. It's been fine. <laughs> Actually, it hasn't, no. It hasn't been fine. I've been ill all week. But I've got, not, not with, with Corona, road. no. Oh, not funny. with Corona. I hope not. Um, but yeah, no, I've had a pretty... I've done nothing. Played a lot of chess. Nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Did you win? I, I, I didn't win much games, no. Oh, no. I've been losing a lot lately. It's all about growing my character, resilience, patience, commitment, determination. Um, we've only got a few weeks to the new year, yeah? Yeah. Do you think 2021... <laughs> I know where we're going. ...is going to be... Better or worse than 2020? Like, um, like as a whole? 
generally speaking. As a whole, I'm not talking about you personally yet. I'm um, you, worse. Really? I think it'd probably be better. I, th- I think better. Um, and I'm, that's the optimistic. Like, it can't be worse than 2020. So you're on your knees. You're on your knees, <laughs> Yeah. yeah. On your knees. It's got to be better. It's got to be better. Yeah, there was, there was too many things. There was too many things, yeah. Death, I, I deaths think we, and... Yeah, I think we haven't dealt with the aftermath of 2020 yet. And I think that 2021 is going to be the, the actual logistical problems that are faced from the 2020. Oh, that's, that's why I thought 2021 is going to be worse. Because so like, Brexit example, hasn't happened yet, has it? No, it started. It happened in January. December so Brexit happens. So Junior lives in France, right, Junior? I do live in France, yeah. And Brexit is happening and you're a British guy. Yeah. How do you feel about that? I feel... Are they giving like... you the... I don't know, at least... No. Uh, feel? I feel... Troubled? Yes. I feel... Uh, I feel like the people who voted this into... <laughs> no, I'm joking. Yeah. No. Um, yeah, no, it's a... It's a, it's a shite situation isn't it so like on a logistical one because actually people have actually asked us about this um what like what are the like logistical problems with brexit happening as a british musician traveling abroad like what are the issues you know we were meant to talk about this weren't we a couple weeks ago do you know what's interesting about that i feel like a lot of a lot of uk musicians i may not may just be speaking for myself but some people i've spoken to we much prefer gigs outside of the UK Definitely. to gigs in the UK. Definitely. Because gigs in the UK tend to be way less, like, yeah, money. Money, like, mm-hmm. fees are horrible. And then... Hospitality. Like, hospitality, lugging your backline everywhere, like, blah, blah, That You know, you might have to do that in Europe as well, but hospitality, like, pe- people just treat you better. Yeah. But I think there may be more UK acts on UK festivals this year due to Ooh, Brexit. Ooh, hot take. And then, like, it's going it's gonna to be, a lot of these things are going to be much more localised. Mm. Like, a lot of French festivals will have a way more, like, higher percentage of French acts. I don't and know. That's what that's what I think. Because, of, actually, no, no, no. Sorry, in Europe, sorry. They're still free-flowing. They're still free-flowing, yeah. But, I'm t- like, there'll be less UK acts on European bills and way more UK acts on the UK. Shit, I hope it does. I think I I don't I think there will still be a lot of UK acts out in Europe. I just think their bottom line won't be as healthy as it was. It's going to cost more to be in Europe. I wonder what that will be though. Will it be like a one-off, or can you get like one visa that lasts you a year? Not necessarily a European visa, but if you're bringing in your own gear, if it's per show, like that's going to be that's going to kill my European thing. Also, if they're going to rip up the the tax treaty that they have, then you're going to have way more withholding tax on yeah. European shows like you do in Italy or, yeah. or France. There'll be way more of that. There's so many implications. Oh, but, yeah, it's not a good situation. But I don't think UK artists are going to say no to those offers. I think more UK artists are just going to swallow that extra cost. I, I think they, still I, I, I think they, if they can afford to. I think, I think, oh, we're, yeah, talking, I think, I think yeah. we're talking about maybe the higher echelon of artists that are able to get a certain fee that would whatever. Because I think the only, yeah, the only way to, to sort that out is to, uh, is to hike your price up to be able to be like them factoring yeah. costs. But the promoters aren't going to be paying more, like they're not going to no. f- be facilitating that visa because you don't get paid, they don't pay your visa costs when you go to America. Like, yeah, I was just going to say, like lots of upcoming artists are still waiting to go to America until yeah. they have enough money yeah. to yeah. go. Yeah. So it'd be a massive shame if in 10 years that's the level here where we 
like, oh, are you that European touring level artist yet where you can like save up to get your visa? That'd well, be I, insane. Yeah, like I was supposed to be like, I'm like, I'm supposed to be doing a Europe tour next year, my first headline Europe tour. And I'm just looking at it and I'm just like, I don't know if I'll fin- financially be able to afford visas for my crew and then do the shows. Like, it'll just, I just don't see how. We'll literally see though. Like, like literally, you're December 31st. It's like falling off a cliff mm. yeah. where I don't even know. Like, we're talking about visas now because we're thinking worst case scenario. We ain't spoken to it. Like, we have no clue really how much yeah. this, whether it's going to be American levels, which, yeah, just forget about it. There's still time for them to make that. a deal, that's why. It's still, it's but, cutting it fine. But isn't that Britain having to tuck its tail between its legs and be like, it's, hey, it's going to have to be yeah. that. Yeah, and I don't, I, I don't know if they will. They, yeah, they, they definitely don't want to. Of course not, yeah. Um, which is a bit peak. But yeah, um, yeah. Touring a lot of artists have done their like scheduled their touring for late, late next year mm-hmm. as opposed to early next year. To um, yeah. How, See what do, do you think? Okay, that's another that's a good question. Um, what do you think about that? Like a lot of artists doing touring in the fourth quarter. Do you think that's gonna hurt a lot of art, like smaller artists? Like, what is that? What do you reckon? Is that because right now, um. Like, there's a lot of music dropping on a Friday, right? And it feels like the smaller acts are being swallowed up by this wave of, like, everybody dropping at the same time, right? And I feel like that could easily replicate in touring next year. Because if all the big artists are doing five dates in smaller venues to make sure Mm. to kind of facilitate, then what are they going to do to the smaller artists? Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I think next year is going to be particularly difficult because, like, everyone's shows this year were cancelled, so they're all next year. And then... People trying to get into next year. We were trying to book some venues around Europe and like um, the UK next year, and like all of them were booked. We got some, but yeah. they were like all booked. But then we were going for March, but they were like, "There's some in March. You're gonna have to wait till 2022." That same quarter. Yeah. But then, um, if the March people, sh- if these March people coming up get cancelled, yeah, all the back. slots are booked now until the March and two years after. Yeah. Not that it works like that, but if you want that same venue, you'll be gone. Like, yeah. let's say they were playing Brixton or something. But then it's, it's funny because, like, I was having a chat with Lex Amore, shout out to Lex Amore, um, and she was talking about, like, her her worries of doing a show late next year because she's like, well, my album has been out for such a long period of time mm-hmm. and I'll, I'll, I'll be tired of it. And I'm like, even that aspect of it, if you drop an album, so, like, you know, if you drop an album in twenty in twenty nineteen and you couldn't do any shows in twenty twenty, now it's twenty twenty one. You could easily feel like it's just too long of a time if you're not like a. Yeah, but I guess she hasn't she hasn't serviced or people in that situation haven't serviced that album yet. So even though it will be draining, she still hasn't done enough shows to feel like. True, but then so but then pe- the adrenaline fan, might kick in. Fans are fickle as well, though, and fans. I suppose it's the idea of you know. Obviously, yeah. the Spotify guy saying that to remain relevant as an artist, you have to do yeah, drop right. how many times a year um, and stuff like that. Yeah, what's annoying is I could have not toured this new album, yeah. but it'll still be asking me for the new album. Yeah. Mm. And I'm just like, well, I've got an album that I haven't <laughs> toured yet. Yeah. I haven't brought it to anyone, just promote that. And they're like, mm, we need to circle it around a, you know, an impact campaign, moment. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? A campaign. So... Yeah, it's just tough. It's it's a bit like, I mean, I dropped like two. Or th- I've dropped three projects this year. Yeah, I feel like so. I, so I don't. I don't have. Yeah, that's, that's so I don't. I, I, 
I'm not pointing the finger at anyone when I'm saying this, but most albums dropped in 2020 fell into a void. Yeah. Like, you just fell into a void and you just got to pick it up. Like, you fell into a void, it's fine. You got to do, just carry on making music and, yeah, next year it's it. And I was talking to someone else about the idea of, you know, maybe Beyonce would drop an album one year and then the next year, what, Adele would drop an album or something yeah, like that. Yeah, Everyone's missed this year. Yeah. Next year, everyone's dropping something at the same... Everyone's dropping something at the same time. Music's going to... We think music is saturated right now, yeah? It's going to be another level next year, isn't it? Everybody is looking for the sweet spot and putting out music. It's just... It's just basically, I'm... Agreeing with you about yeah, touring, but yeah. applying it to the whole yeah, I know, yeah, album yeah, yeah. dropping. But I, I saw I saw it in a in a capacity where Drake, the biggest artist in the world, posted in what October that his album's coming out in January, yeah, yeah. and then a trailer for it, like being like my album with a trailer for January twenty twenty one, and that for me that just kind of just shows he's that nervous that he, has to lead up. that he has to lead up to that, not just drop it out of nowhere. He's like, okay, no, 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 I'm giving it a wide berth. I'm gonna give it time. Yeah, the the touring saturation thing is normally it's a very it's not a good thing when too many artists are touring at the same time. Yeah, because there's only so many people buying tickets. Yeah, especially if you've got crossover demographic. But for next year, because everybody, well, because most of the world has been in the same position. Yes, there's going to be a saturation. Twenty twenty one autumn summer esque. But there's also going to be a high demand of people wanting to get the hell out of their houses. Yeah, I think that's so. Well. It might not feel like the saturation that we're like used to because there's going to be such a high demand for people that you know are not threatened about. Well, so I, but like I disagree that. with that. I don't. I don't think. I think. I think we. That's 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 why I was talking about 2021. I think there's going to be a lot of PTSD from 2020 about going out to spaces. And I spoke to people that are like, I don't want to go. Yeah, I don't, really I don't want to be around people. So I, I think you're I think un- the underestimating the amount of people that are going to be terrified. I think the amount of people that are... Because I've also spoken to those people. The people that are scared about going out, I mm. think there's equally the same amount of people who can't wait to go out. But, the, think, but the difference I, is, is that they were... There's crossover there. But right, go on, no, sorry. I was going to say, on, on another n- note, is um when these shows do come back, they'll be slightly different. Like, there'll be social distancing measures. Sure, they'll yeah. be undersold. So you'll be able to play shows and sell out because the venues will be smaller, which is, go- which is good for the brand. Do you no, know it's what? not. It's no, you know, we talked about that a few weeks ago, like selling out these shows but for I, the I, industry. I, I don't think it'll feel the same. I, I think saying I've sold out my uh, Shepherd's Bush empire by socially distanced won't have the same slap, I think. It's not the same. Yeah, but if there's a vaccine caveat on these tickets being sold... Controversial. Then... What does that then mean? half cap will probably won't be. Yeah, yeah I know. What there you're won't there won't be there w- so much of a social distance if if it's if, a compulsory if, entry. If, it's compulsory if everyone has to a COVID vaccine, vaccine, they'll just be like. And if you know, well, they're predicting that by next year autumn, they will be already in circulation for a good six months. Mm. So then they won't need to be. Well, they sh- probably should still be hand sanitizers or whatever, but they probably won't be as much as a cap on a two thousand cap Optimism. menu. Optimism, I love it. I love the optimism. I want to believe you as well. Like, believe who? Believe you. Oh, right. <laughs> and believe that that's how things are going. Because it just sort of has to. If it if if we just sort of do the same thing we've done this year. To be honest, we've ad- we've adjusted, which is mad, which is weird, which is why we'll have like sort of mental issues, like coming out and being out again. I feel like. Especially like people that have been shielding. There's people that ain't seen people since like that. Yeah, yeah. The whole for them time. people that first like 
you know, meeting. I remember when I first came out, I think I saw, who did I see? I think I saw Rocco and I, I, st- I think I saw you. Yeah, yeah I saw, saw, but we were still looked down. This guy flying back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> To be honest, yeah, for, yeah, for, for legal reasons, him, for legal reasons. doing this, I wouldn't have seen anyone. As in, you guys are the only people I've seen outside of my household and Jim, who shares the studio with me. Yeah, it just... It's so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> the first meeting of someone new outside coming out from lockdown is a weird... It's weird, man. Very weird. Yeah. yeah. It's weird. Like, you got to remember how to talk again, how to, like not just be sort of in your head, how to voice your opinions and stuff like that. I had to relearn a lot of shit, basically. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Do you think you're going to, as of January next year, you're like open to sessions again? Are you open to sessions now? Maybe. I, I, um... I mean, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm here for sessions. <laughs> <laughs> I also have a nine five eight. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. My studio's out of commission right now because I'm building it up, but I've never, like, as soon as we were back to work, I was back to work. Do you okay. know what I mean? I was like, you know, I've done some stuff. I did, like, the Spitfire thing, the... Um, oh, that was sick, yeah. The thing with the LCO Orchestra. So what is, yeah, what is the Spitfire thing, Alpha? I mean, what is it indeed? <laughs> like, it's just, it's a, it's, it's a bit a of content, collaboration. Basically. It's just, like, basically, we... Um, I just finished a tune that I lost files for five years ago, Con- yeah. Confliction, mm-hmm. and Spitfire hooked up, um, hooked me up with the LCO orchestra yeah. to add strings on it. So I got to re-record it in yeah. a in one place, and then there was another day with strings where we sort of, yeah, got that together. I wrote some strings. Yeah. What is Spitfire? Spitfire is a VST plug-in instrument creating company okay cool so like, that's a, like a, yeah it's a great great description so like they have um, like a virtual instrument yeah virtual instrument um amazing so, as well yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're really good sounds man um yeah so it was sick to hook up with them we weren't selling a specific spitfire product mm. it wasn't about that it was more about them just making the collaboration happen and it wasn't even a tune like the, there's a tune i've got the tune yeah. i own the tune i don't know when to put it out because I have to place things sort of strategically and stuff. So I like how the video dropped and the tune didn't go live. Yeah, yeah. That's good, like sense of. I mean, suspense. you don't like that. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's just what happened, isn't it? It's just what happened. If I had like vinyl on deck and stuff like that, ready to go, impacts blah blah, blah it would have been cool. Yeah. But um, what's the opposite of confliction? I don't That'd know. That'd be a cool seven inch. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm not even too sure about the word confliction, to be honest. Yeah. It makes sense in my vocabulary, but I'm just like, that could easily not be a word. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? But, um, but yeah, did that. That was really good because Spitfire makes sounds for like film composers and stuff. That's their slogan. And then yeah. I want to get into that sort of stuff as well. So yeah. it's a good thing to do. Shout out to them. Shout out to Spitfire. Yeah. And I did the... Yeah, I jumped into the YouTube comments. Yes. I've never done anything like that before. I did like a, they premiered the video. <laughs> yeah. And I was in there, like like, like I was Barney Artist. <laughs> so I mean? Alpha, Alpha, Bell, <laughs> Alpha was like, oh, like. <laughs> so he called me like 15 minutes before the, the thing goes live. And he goes, oh, like people are here. Like, do I say anything? And I was like, how many people? He goes, 
oh yeah, 100 people. I was like, Alpha, you got 100 people waiting to see the video. You know you don't know what's good. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? 100 people's good. I was like, I was like oh, man, that's a lot of people for me, but I'm like, is that a... Yeah. People just have the tab out. I don't know. But yeah, so I, was, I spoke. There was a bit of awkwardness because I was like, hey, everyone, how's your day? Like, how's your day been going? I, I said something dumb like that. Oh, well, And this. no one replied for like ages. It wasn't ages though. It was like maybe a minute. Yeah. But I was just there like, okay, there's 100 people watching this <laughs> and everyone definitely saw that I said, how's your day? And nobody... And then it just started to like... Maybe it was like a lax in, I don't know, just yeah. a delay. But yeah, it was good. Like being interactive and stuff like that. I'm not I'm not that guy, man. You know, I ain't got a Patreon like certain people. You know, <laughs> don't do the, the games on Instagram. Like, yeah. Alpha had, he's being humble. Alpha had 800 people watching the, 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 the film live, which is yeah, ridiculous. That was, that was good, man. But yeah, it was a good thing to have at the end of the year leading into next year mm. I'm a bit more yeah I'm more optimistic about what well, because I've got to be I choose to be basically okay that's about, about next year yeah yes I choose to be optimistic <laughs> <laughs> on my side you converted you converted <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, um yeah okay but yeah speaking of so wait the conversation the conversation we just had yeah you said a fan suggested that right what what is the lyrics for? <laughs> I, I, I was, was going to go there. We're all going to go there. But Alpha said, "Yes, confliction." I'm not sure about the word. I was oh sorry. I was thinking about lyrics in my head when he said that, and then we had a question on the podcast about lyrics. But that wow. was the worst. Okay, guys. Basically, Jordan, I don't know wow. where where he is today, but. Basically, we decided, as we said last week, we're going to do fan questions. I'm just happy you guys are here to witness. <laughs> wow. The, the man that is Jordan Rakai. And it. understand how his brain works. Bro, like, I don't I'm, know what don't that was. But we just said lyrics. He said lyrics. Like, I don't know what, what that was. No, bro. I was I doing. I was, I was working a smooth I know transition. You, I saw it. I was with you, bro. I was, anyway, was we're doing a transition? fan special, basically. Yeah. Like, in this episode, yeah. we're playing pretty much like a lot of voice notes that we've gotten. Thank you guys for sending through voice note questions just to let you know we've sort of been building them yes. so we could do an episode like this. Yeah. Um, please send more. Please, please send, send them. Yeah, just, questions. Just literally to our Instagram. Some people like typing them out. It's For us, it's way better if you um, voice note them. So we can include you in the podcast. Exactly. Have your voice say, say what your name is, where you're from, all sorts. But yeah, um, let's go into the first question. Hey guys, it's Asia Adam. I'm a singer-songwriter from New York. Here's my question. Let's say you write a song, you produce it, or at least the skeleton. You don't feel that great about it, so you kind of leave it to the side. And a few years go by, and you're working on a new project from that last project. And um, you are trying to fill up that project with another song. Do you think, let's say you go back to that old song, you come across it and you're like, hmm, what if I could put this on the album? Would you release it as a new song or do you feel like you've evolved over those years so much that you would never want to go back to the old stuff? Even if you tried to produce it in a way that sounded better and stronger, would you still start a new song from scratch? Let me know. Cool. That was a message from Asia Adams yes. asking about old ideas and do you ever rehash them in a new project is that sort yes, of the sense yeah. you got from it yeah i think that was the the vibe um junior junior's yeah. junior's life yeah i i always uh i i i, I use voice memos often so i have voice memos uh, i don't know two or three every week 
And sometimes I don't actually work on the voice memos until five or six years later. Holy shit. Um, yeah. So like, you just like stack the voice memos up and like fold them. Yeah. And then when I'm actually working on stuff, I'll just work on it. So like my last release was in 2019. What was it called? It was called Directions. What's the name of the artist? Oh God. Uh, Jab. Jab. Uh, but I composed that track in 2015. Damn. Wow. So, um, yeah, I, I, I don't see a problem with it. I think, obviously, you're probably, hopefully, a new person by the time uh, you're working on it and you just got to re, uh, just put the new ideas and the new you into the track. Alfie, yeah. Alfie, you're against old shit. I mean, I just did a new, I just redid an old thing with Spitfire. Yeah. <laughs> but, also, um, the thing with MV was old as well. But, yeah. <laughs> Can't be that I'm, against it then. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm I'm not really, but I would be against if I recorded something a while back, like in 2000 and yeah, maybe 2015, I probably wouldn't put it with the new stuff for the new project mm. that doesn't belong in the same place. Mm. But if it's just an idea and you're, you're bringing the idea into 2020, yeah, you can bring the idea in, but I'm like literal, literal recordings. I yeah, can't, yeah, yeah, unless not, I'm, not, not literal recordings, yeah. but you can sample stuff, you can like. Yeah, that's just how I do it. But I would encourage everyone to use every ounce of... Because like, you'll find stuff and you, that you won't like at the time. But yeah. once you, when you go back to stuff, you'll, you'll be less hard on yourself. Yeah, do you know totally. What I'm so you'll... Yeah. <clears throat> I, I, I do that a lot. I've had lots of my songs that have made the final cut have had like four totally different instrumentals. Maybe like the first verse was in another song mm. and the chorus was from another yeah. song. Like I do that a lot. Um, I think, I think your sound changes over the years, but the thing that created that idea is still there. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's yeah. still you. Right? Like the first sound, for example, a song I wrote four years ago. Mm. I was probably playing more chords and stuff back then, but the sound choices I'll use now will probably be different. Like mm. I maybe wouldn't use a piano. So I don't know. I might use something else. Mm. But um, I think I'd. I would, the song would still be me so unless it's the light or something like that but <laughs> any, anything else <laughs> or selfish um, but yeah I th I think it's the song is still used just you can change the sound to make it more current to you now if that makes sense cool alright let's get into the next question I was going to ask you about your do you recycle bars do you oh you can cut this bit out hang on sorry what about you Barney do you recycle bars <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, so guess. for the first time I recycled so like I do a lot of freestyles on Instagram and stuff yeah. and for the first time ever I was like oh I could use these bars yeah. for a song and I did it and I felt, uh, and I I felt guilty I thought everyone was looking at me like and the song they've been out but you yet. wrote it right, right, right. <laughs> but I, I think there is an idea of like I was it's tangent but weekly podcast no, I, was, I was listening to a interview with a guy called Jay Mills Jay Mills is a rapper from New York Jay Mills was signed for a period of time to Young Money, which is Little Wayne's <clears throat> label. And the way that they met was that Jay Mills asked Little Wayne to do a verse for him. And Little Wayne sent a verse back. And Jay Mills's cousin was like, Oh, I've heard those bars before. Little Wayne has spat them on something else before. Right. And it was like a faux pas. He told Little Wayne, Oh, like, you've heard those bars before. And he was like, Oh, my bad. I'll write something new for you. And I think I never want to be in a position where someone could have heard something and be like, oh, I've heard those, that verse before. 
um, right. personally. So yeah, oh, I see. It's just that idea Fair of enough. like, yeah, like if someone's like Black Thought, for example, um, did like a cipher one time on BT award show, yeah. and there was the same bars on the how how I got over album, yeah. and I remember being like, ah, oh. you rated it less. I was like, oh, I didn't like that. I'd prefer, prefer it to be on the song. I'd prefer it to just be on the freestyle. I don't right. like when they kind of mix. Yeah, once yeah. I've seen a Biggie Smalls freestyle and then it was on one of his songs, Who Shot You, as yeah. well. It's just like, I was like, oh, that wasn't a freestyle. It's not nice. It's, it, it, it's not... So I know what you mean now. I didn't, yeah. Yeah, so... Next question? Yeah, next question. Let's go into it. Hi, guys. I had a question regarding your songwriting process. I noticed recently that you don't tend to use explicit content within your music. I'm wondering if that's a conscious decision because of the outreach of the song or if it's just something you don't feel necessary to use. Fuck about. (laughs) 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 Uh, That was Naz Wiley. Holy Uh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) That was Naz Wiley with a great question. Um, Thank you for sending that in. Um... Swearing, basically. Yeah. Um, none of us really swear. Yeah. Um, is, is it a conscious thing? Um, yes or no? I personally think swearing makes writing easier. You can easily put shit in so much and fucking so much. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you can rhyme it. In a, and I always like to, like, I don't know. There's other ways of saying things. Yeah. Yes, I agree. So it's more like poetry. And like, why don't poets really? Mm. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There's not much swearing in poetry. Well, yeah. there's some in the out there stuff. You know, if you want to be, you know, you want to be different. Mm. But that's more about how. I don't know. It's it's the way I like to get somewhere basically. So, yeah, that's why I don't really as much. It's kind of conscious because I swear every every day of my life. Mm. Yeah, without <laughs> without <laughs> without yeah. Conscious. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. No. I. Th- I think. Yeah. For me, it's that. Also, it's like. Well, only quick question: Is yours rooted in your gospel beginnings? Listen. <laughs> <laughs> Glory House. Oh. Um, no. Uh, y- yes. No. No. I think. I think. You know what it is. I think it's Hallelujah. I think. Um, no. I think it's more so about. I think we spoke about it before. Like my mum pressing play on the tune. Like, I don't know, what I just always think about my little sisters and my mum pressing play on something. I, I'm not opposed to swearing. If it, if it needs to swear, I'll swear. Um, but I, yeah, I, I think, one, I like going the long way around when it comes to saying something. I feel like there's there's better ways of um, expressing myself. Two, yeah, that, that my son does music and they press play and I'm just being like... What about podcasts, I want to know what podcast is. I got you. They so the day Barney's mum discovers they the don't podcast. Have, they don't have podcasts in Uganda. Um, they do. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, no. I, I am quite sweary on the podcast, aren't I? Yeah, you are. Yeah. But, but I suppose I, I'm, I swear... About the industry? I think I swear in, in everyday life. No, in, like in everyday one. life, you're quite a swearer. What, do you? <laughs> you are quite a swearer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I just say you're quite. Yeah, I'm, I'm sweary. Yeah. I mean, you don't, Not you don't, you don't amp up the swearing for the podcast. Yeah. It is like, you know what I mean. Oh. It doesn't really matter. Like, you know what I mean. It's, it's okay to be a swearer. It's not. It's not it's a bad not, thing. Okay I think in real life, yeah, to get your point across, swearing is easier and quicker, and you can straight to the point. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm, a, I'm an advocate of swearing in real life. But it's just <laughs> on, on music. I endorse swearing. Yeah. <laughs> Just because you can get your point across a lot easier, but in music, it's like, that's not the point. I'm not trying to get my point across easy to you, so you understand. Like, I'm trying to 
do you know what I mean? Write something you can yeah. digest and maybe I don't know. So on the flip side, do you get do you get um a little bit like oh when someone's swearing a lot in their raps, you kind of go oh that's a bit of a cheat. Nah, only when only when I respect them as a rapper. Okay. I don't respect many rappers as rappers. Okay, so you're going when I respect them as a rapper. When then. when it's like oh I can tell that you sort of there was nothing else to rhyme that, <laughs> so I tell I, I know why you put that there. I'm yeah. gonna be honest. I went off. I went off Anderson Park when he started getting that after after the next. Yeah, what's swearing the album. like for sing? Like when you sing, when people sing and swear, like what does that do for you? It makes me sometimes like like alternative indie rock singers. It feels right. Like, what's the name of the singer? Oh God, I don't know. Like. Oh God! Not Paddy. No fucking hell. She's really, like really say Patty LaBelle. Patty LaBelle. Definitely not. She her. definitely doesn't swear yeah, that much. Oh, that's annoying. But um, that much. it's I, I don't know when it or this guy I know um, Puma Blue. Like he's very he sings quite deep stuff. Where he's just like I just want to fucking do. It feels right. <laughs> like King Cruel. What is that King Cruel vibe? Like that's it King Cruel swear a lot. But Anderson Park goes in. It just feels a bit uncomfortable. I, I found that Ventura... No, not Ventura. The one... Was it Ventura? Yeah, the, the one... The Ventura is the late, latest... Yeah. Or the one that Dr. J... Which one are you talking the about? Doctor, the, the one... No, the Ventura... Onyx was the Dr. J one. Ventura. Oh, Oxnard. Oxnard. Oxnard, sorry, Oxnard is the one that I felt uncomfortable with. But yeah. it wasn't, wasn't swearing for me. It was the... Him getting a blowjob in the car. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That kind of... Like, All that is, shit was just like, what? This is uncomfortable. I can't relate to this. But maybe he was thinking it was, it was a skit, though, Yeah, I don't care. Like, the thing was, with Anderson Pack, I think his thing is, it's more of a Nate Dog one where I'm a gangster singer. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, but Malibu if you don't like relate that. to it, he's not writing for you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But but I but, I, but it's mad because I think Malibu wasn't like that, and I feel like Ventura is definitely not like that. There's no swearing really in Ventura. First first album. First album, come, but, but come, it's it's a bit. It might but be the a album, decision. The album with um, with um, knowledge, he swears a lot. Yeah, I think he swears a lot now in general. But no, Ventura was no swearing. Is that a new one? The one with um, the Dr. Dre one. The oh, one no, Dr. Dre's on Onyx or Onyx. Uh, Onyx. Oxnard. Oh, you mean his new... The, oh, yeah, the feel good Andre 3000 the free, one. Yeah, yeah the, the, Smokey the, Robinson. Oh, right, okay, There's yeah. no swearing on that. Yeah, it's true. That's more like Malibu, like singing yeah. and stuff. And I was not many Oxnard. people like that one, did they? No, people like that one more than they... They didn't like Oxnard. Yeah. They didn't like the one that Dre did. Yeah. Which was Oxnard. And then he did Ventura after Oxnard, yeah. which was... Which was good. Really good. Right, I didn't hear any of those. But <laughs> cool. Right, well, Next one. Cool. Yeah. Hey, LJ Gomez here from Austin, Texas. My question for you guys is: How have you guys ever had uh, a release that underwhelmed, or you felt like underperformed? And if so, how how do you guys deal with with uh, I guess disappointment when it comes to putting out music or something like that. That was a question from LJ Gomez and asking, have we ever had a release that's sort of not lived up to our own expectation of it? Um, it's a no for me because I'm a pessimist. So every release always makes me go, oh, do you know what I mean? I don't have high <laughs> expectations. or so, oh, this better do this, otherwise I'm going to be not happy. I don't have that. So... It's the positive side of being a pessimist. There you go. Buddy. I'm not a pessimist. I'm a positive person. I lie. Um, but no, um, I, I've definitely felt disappointed with releases. Um, I think that's where I think social media can have its downside, where you do a comparison thing and be like, oh, that post I did before got 
X amount of likes and comments. This one only got this amount of likes and comments. Nobody cares. Um, and yeah, it's tough. But I just feel like you've got to kind of determine what you deem success is and why you're doing something in the first place and be happy that you're making it and be happy about all the time that you spent in that and crafted this thing and, you know, it it lives a life and not everybody's journey is exactly the same. Um, and I think that, that helped me to go, oh, I might not be as quick to get that amount of plays. I might not be that quick to get that amount of... Because I'm guessing he's quantifying it with the amount of attention it gets. Yeah, um, To I think so. how it's being received. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think that's how I kind of look at it. It's, it's not easy, though. I'm not going to try and be like, oh, it's... Have you had that, Junior? Um, not really. I'm more of a comparison to FIFA Joy kind of guy. And I just, once it's out, it's out. And I don't compare it to any of my previous works or any other works out there. Uh, it's 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 an achievement that it left my hard drive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm Made that, it to I'm the that, mastering I'm, table. I'm that kind of guy. So mm. not really for me. Jordan? Um. Well, weirdly, as as I've released every album, I've had more f- like fans each time. So, technically, everything has always gotten better, done better than my previous releases. Um, but on a weird, more analytical level, you can see an engagement difference. Mm. If that makes sense, like yeah, for example, I have more fans now, but I post something now. If I had posted it two years ago. Um, it would be different. I might have had a different personality on social media than where like a video of me singing would have got 8,000 likes or whatever. But now like a video of me singing, maybe because I've done it more or maybe I'm less relevant or maybe me releasing a single gets. So like I've got more numbers and I get more streams and more plays and more support from radio and more press. Mm. So like it's always done better, but I sometimes see like a difference in engagement. So in a way, like it's... Well, what would you work. rather? I think engagement's more important, organic. For the long term. Because plays run. usually just come from the algorithm of like these DSPs. Like I'll post a song and release Radar by itself gets me X amount of plays. I haven't done any work. Whereas like how many people are then going to your page, buying merch and buying a ticket to a show? Mm-hmm. Yeah, They're yeah. the ones I'm, you'd, you'd rather care about. So I think... um. Warflower was my most engaged album, so Origin went down from Warflower, even though Origin had way more of everything else. Yeah, but not on the inside. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Sad. Hey guys, this is Zoe from Canada, and I have a question for you. Would you rather have one phase of your career where you're super successful, like Corinne Bailey Ray or Nora Jones, and then kind of taper off, or never have an extremely popular period? And just have a mellow kind of cruise under the radar vibe for your entire career. That was a question from Zoe Goods. Um, yeah, interesting one. It's kind of deep. The <laughs> Fort Nora Jones got a headshot. The Kareem <laughs> Bailey Ray and the... <laughs> <laughs> it's got length. I always like to. <laughs> I always love to like picture like if if someone's bad mouthing someone, someone the person they're bad mouthing is just going about their day. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's going about the day and he's getting slapped to the back of your head just, just trying to get some milk from the shop. You know what I mean? But yeah, that's a, that's interesting though. It's um I would much rather those aren't the artists I would have chosen for mm. that. Okay. Um, Who would you have chosen? So the big boom success and then go down versus the under the radar. 
Well, um, she, 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 I think she said, I think her words were quite interesting. Tapered she, off. Tapered off. So I don't think it's like a massive hit and then drops completely. Not one hit wonder, more like a, a, like a, like a, a heightened a, period. One yeah. season wonder. Or like one... Yeah, and then you kind of like yeah. phase out. Yeah. But the thing is, mm. you retain... Like for Corrine Bailey Ray, yeah, she yeah. was doing... She still she was doing uh, uh, when I last I last saw her doing that Stevie Wonder show in um kind of Hyde Park, Park. Hyde, yeah. Park yeah. Hyde Park she is revered and yeah, respected yeah, very highly and, and um, it wasn't out of place either it wasn't like oh what the hell is she doing here yeah exactly so um, is that the tapering off she's Shh. maybe talking about where you retain your respect yeah still do festivals but you haven't got those highs of, yes. yeah. You're, you know, you're like a legacy different. act, basically. Kind of like, not quite a legacy act, but you can still like yeah. talk, do festivals, do X, Y, and Z like around the world. It was but, a choice for her to not release. Right. Her, her, her partner same died, kid. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her, her husband died, but I think for her it was more of a choice. Yeah, but that's not the point. The point, yeah, the point isn't what like it's not about the why. It's more about the what would you. The more want? about that. Like, yeah, you yeah. can re- you can replace Kareem Bay with any anyone. Yeah, so I don't want to be. Yeah, it's about. But it's about. Boom success versus under the radar, steady as, you know what I mean? Steady in the ship. Basically, I would much rather, um, it's just whichever one's better for longevity. For me right now, I feel like the longevity thing is to cruise. If you never really truly blow, the expectation, like you can't really sink. Do you know what I mean? You can't really fade away. If you're always constantly, imagine you're just upcoming for the rest of your life. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I don't mind. I don't Next in line. Yeah, there's people that's like got like awards or been in like, like best newcomer. That's been here for time. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, I don't, I don't know. I feel like to blow instantly means I need to make the most of this right now because this may not last forever. Yeah. It's like a sort of a firework burning the like bright basically yeah but you you will fizzle away whereas like you can be sort of okay if no one's really paying attention but okay i can make a living i can buy my eggs i can yeah. you know what i mean yeah. i can do my thing yeah um i'd rather that way every time um it's safer <laughs> yeah i'm not I, really a high risk person yeah. you know i do but then i think i think i think it's yeah i think it is down to you know how how much cruising you're doing you know what i'm saying because you could be cruising and like there's no level of progression and I think that that's what I'll struggle with even if it's slight progression I would want some sort of progression not necessarily need to blow I would like to see an improvement whether it's like engagement or the shows that I'm doing or I'd want to see some sort of growth I wouldn't want it to just kind of like stop is there someone you'd use I'm struggling to find an example for the cruising think maybe okay think is probably not getting as many streams as you've got or as many sales as he got from music wise as he now as he as he did when he first started. Okay, um, but he still can do shows. There's certain forever. people I could. There's loads of people I could mention, but course, I just yeah. don't know whether they are. I don't know their financial situations and what they're doing. Yeah. So I can't really say like oh, okay, yeah, because that's me assuming they've got money or Dave, they're okay. So, yeah, I don't know. There's people I can assume are cruising. Yeah, but also um, you have to understand that people can also diversify their fundings as well. Fundings, man. Earnings, their, yeah. fu- their earnings by like becoming producers, becoming songwriters. Mm. So they don't necessarily need um, to be an artist to be making being yeah. okay. And so I suppose is that is that part of cruising as well? Like would that would that f- facilitate that? Yeah, maybe. Say you're say you're become a sort of a big time songwriter. You haven't got that on the face like um, social media. Yeah, exactly. Stuff, mm-hmm. but. 
you know, you're writing for whoever and you're sort of like, you're, you're flying under the radar, but you're, you are flying. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you can take that as producer as well. Basically, if you can make a living and you're doing this and you, you haven't technically blown yet. Yeah. That is that's that's perfection. That's perfection. I remember my like I spoke talking to my um to my old manager Linda, and like talking about um, I remember I was like, oh, it's we're talking about X Factor, right. right? And I was like, oh, it's so sad. I was actually talking about the voice. This girl's won the voice, yeah. Oh, I don't care. We're here. We're picture, podcast. Picture. She <laughs> won this girl on the, the recently won the voice, yeah. Young girl, black girl, so happy. And Linda was like, I'm so happy that she's got to do it. And I was like, I'm really sad because. If you look at the ratio of people that have won the, the the voice or been on the voice that have done well afterwards, it's no one. No one has had a sustainable career in any capacity or from the voice, yeah. So I'm like, that is so sad. And then Linda was like, but at least she's got to experience that. The idea of like success. And I was like, that's the worst type of thing ever. Yeah, and I think idea is not good. <laughs> <laughs> do you get what I'm saying? And I think that's the issue is like <laughs> But I think some people do wanna have be like, at least I but won this thing, this competition. At least I got to do a tour. JLS said it the best. You've only got one shot. <laughs> Fab, like, it, it's... I did not think <laughs> Alpha would be quoting JLS. Yo, I still remember that. Yeah, we used to laugh at that shot? video. So that there's yeah, anyway, JLS is, is a funny. That's a good example of a boom. They had a boom. They had a they had a long boom. They had Pause. a boom. Yeah. <laughs> But do you know, I, I don't know, I think, yeah, what do you think, Jordan? I personally, after hearing both your positions, um, yeah. I would not disagree, but to be a legacy act, if we're going to go in that route, on. rather yeah, yeah, than yeah. a one-hit wonder, yeah. um, on more of like a logistical level, you blow that era, mm -hmm. you're getting a lot of money for those shows. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like... I'll be able to buy and make a grand piano and stuff. Mm. And then um, then that fee will never... Kareem Bialyri's fee will never be lower than a specific... Probably 20,000. I don't know. You're, I'm just totally... Guessing, yeah. More than that, probably. Like, yeah, more than that. And But then you can... Um, yeah, you're right. You can you can live off that for the rest of your life. Yeah, yeah. She can do the one... Yeah. She can do like a... Wait four years, do a yeah. big pump, pump out a stretch. And then yeah. like... Obviously... It, you'd get the contrast of like fighting the facts sort of like the X Factor thing I'm never as big I don't have the impact I did but that'd be more of a mental struggle but the mental let's not overlook the mental yeah that's, but that's if, you, if you went if you invested some of that money got some like <laughs> got some guru meditation help okay fuck yeah <laughs> life is cured you can, like, you, can, <laughs> you can have a lot of money and have some spiritual guidance and then get to like peace with a lot of money perfect, but, the perfect balance but obviously blowing without selling out and making anything. Yeah, that's the thing that I wasn't sure about. Because the Kareem Bailey way, I'm thinking, are we talking... If we're talking legacy, legacy ain't bad. Like, like I guess Radiohead's not legacy yet, but I'm guessing... They're legacy. Yeah, no, I mean, they're legacy not... Pro. They haven't tapered off. <laughs> oh, right, okay. I Do you know what I mean? mean? Yeah. Like, but, you know, if you're at that level and you're just the prestige, basically. Like, like Tom Jones. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, like them kind of guns. <laughs> I don't know what I said. It was the worst. It was in my head. But, yeah, like, but I think that's next level. I would, Tom Jones was superstar. Yeah. Yes. yeah I think yeah. Kareem Bailey. Was she ever superstar? Approaching. I know we're just using one person. Here. Sorry, Colin. Like, we love you, by the way. We just, we just, your name was... But I think it's just like 8 out of 10. Well, fame. Nora Jones is a great example of what I think what she was talking about, where Nora Jones' album, that whole album cycle mm. was huge. Like, 
that was I don't know why album is like the huge stuff and I think she'll still be doing certain yeah yeah she's She's still still she's still playing yeah she'll still play North Sea Jazz for a big fee huge fee that's what I'm saying so you want you you do that I I want that piece (laughs) (laughs) I want a nice studio got you got you I want to be producing and and but, but I couldn't take off time off music really and until I have really had a nice buffer, mm. but I don't at the moment. That's true because by cruising, you won't be you know buying grand pianos, mm-hmm. flying private jets. You you're not doing any of that. Especially so. if you've got kids, like do you know what I'm saying. And then you have yeah, to add yeah, kids. Yeah. And then you have to add like your house, your mortgage. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. Next question. Sure. Hey, are we live? My name's Tom. I'm from Devon, um, and just want to start by saying that I've been listening to your podcast. Uh, throughout the whole year and it reached my number one spot on the Spotify wrapped so um, thank you so much for an incredible year of great music and great conversations Um, but I also was interested to think about what Spotify wrapped really actually means because um, I saw this post on Instagram uh, about the real Spotify on wrapped that was kind of talking about streams and actually you know there's people bragging about how much they've listened to a certain artist or a genre but this post actually sort of quantifies that in how much money these artists like yourselves are getting and I was just curious what your thoughts on Spotify wrapped in general means to artists whether it does have a lot of positives or in actual fact it kind of is quite revealing um also shouts to Jordan who's actually featured in this post as an example um peace out that was Tom Laforte with the question about the new Spotify wrapped. Thanks for letting us be number one. Um, Thanks for the shout out. Yeah, Alpha, yeah, Jordan got a shout out. What about me? Or Alpha? Or Junior? <laughs> <laughs> I'm the unknown. <laughs> um, well, okay, so this is an interesting topic in general. Um, so I think let's give the people what they want to know. Um, first of all, everyone's personal wrapped. Did you guys all check your wrapped? 2020s, uh-huh. like as in as a consumer, just before the podcast. I'm not gonna lie, it popped up at first on my spot. If I was trying to listen to something, dismiss, and then <laughs> yeah. yeah, we listened to it. Like, it's my I don't listen to my Spotify for it's not my main musical vehicle, yeah. so like, disclaimers. Um, yeah, so my raps is all. You know, we probably heard everything on the podcast, actually. Hold on. Let me get my rap thing out. Okay, I've got mine. Yeah, yeah. Barney, you go first. So mine is number one artist, Jay Huss. Number two. <laughs> number two. <laughs> number two, Brandy. Number three, Brent Fires. Number four. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why that sounded fresh. Brent Fires. Brent Fires. <laughs> <laughs> number four Drake number five Barney Artist my top songs are Been Away uh, Let Me Know Bully Beef Borderline Fuck The World but all the that top artists are the most important thing so yeah that's my top artist how many minutes listened uh 46,000 wow. wow holy shit 893 is that minutes. of just those that list you just mentioned no it's in Spotify oh, 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 oh okay um, who wants to go and look? Should we talk about Barney or should we? It's not about. It's, we're not judging. Cause... We're not uh, guys. Nah, we're not judging. You will be judging mine. <laughs> right, okay, we can judge mine. Let's go. Listen, um, I'm a liar. Listen, I like I like J Huss. Yeah, yes. Mm. <laughs> like 
No, um, I f- that that's that's. Uh, I think what we should do is be like, is it a true representation of your? Would you have, would you have, I would you assume that would be your top artist? And I think yes, I'm happy with my five. J Huss. I listen to J Huss a lot. I like the album, and I listen to Brandy a lot. But what's interesting though is that Brandy's album only came out recently, and, mm. it's, and it made it to my number two. Oh yeah, so you must have been. So I must have been battering that album the most this year, because yeah, like, which is nuts. Mm. So yeah, shout out to Drake, Jizzy, you know, Alpha's fave. Where did Drake come for you? No, Drake's number four. Oh. Jordan, go next, man. Well, the most um, embarrassed about... I've got... I've, I can explain, obviously. Don't okay. explain. No. Explain. Say, no, say your five, and then we talk about... No, no, this this needs explaining. Jordan, say your five. I can't I can't say number one. I'll start with number two. Jordan, oh. start with number one. Nah, fair enough. You number can do a countdown for number five. Number two. Yeah, start from five. five. For number five, Omar. Yeah. Omar, okay. Omar. Yeah. Number four, Brandy. Thanks to Barney. Okay. Number three, Gautier. Okay. Do you know Gautier? She laughed you. No, no, no reason. I love Gautier. <laughs> Number two, obviously, every year, Moses Sumney. Number one, now let me explain. It's Jordan Rakai. It's Jordan Rakai. That was just embarrassing. Just checking the mix. Yeah. Just checking the master. Well, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just seeing what it sounds like on a DSP, obviously. Wow, bro. I listen, the most listened to song was my song, Seven Times, but I haven't, um, I don't listen to music much in general because I cycle so I think that's my only reason when I'm listening to music on Spotify I'm like hey my song's out I'm going to check it out what's your five songs that's a terrible reason track number one yeah most listened to song Rainbow Road by Dan Kai (laughs) but Dan Kai's album has just come out I listened to it seven times that track track two Wind Parade by Jordan how do you know how (laughs) you just say seven times yeah how do you know it was seven times because they tell you they tell you in the thing from how that make your top yeah, five? Because I don't listen times. to any other song. You've haven't listened to a song more than seven, more than times, seven this times this year <laughs> on Spotify. Yo, yeah, that's no. what I mean about these yeah, lists. That yeah, way. Is, what is that? Yeah, what is um, that? Me and Twenty Years by Moses Sumney, Easy Way Out by Gautier, and then Fading Blues by Yukimi Nagano. Should sing it from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dragon. Are you happy? With that? Are you happy with that selection? No. Oh, yes. Yeah, all the songs except the top two, obviously, and then not Jordan as the artist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Right. Well, I've got mine. I'll go from, yeah, five to one. Uh, fifth of artist, Benedict Janelle Trio. It's like a jazz sort of thing. They're, they're good. Um, George Duke, who is, yeah, he's obviously sick. I've been banging out an album called um, Faces in Reflection. Terence Blancard's trumpet player. Uh, good again, but I don't feel like I've been banging him out, but Spotify says it, so cool. And then Carr, um, who's a rapper, I've played on the podcast before. Yeah. And the number one is me, because I've oh, been wow. listening to just stuff. I want to let everyone else, oh, Look, number, number five on my list. <laughs> hey, I didn't rate myself. You, I have got self love. Oh, yeah, wait, Jordan, <laughs> let me know how many minutes. How many minutes did you listen? Oh, yes, uh, yeah, that's a good idea. Oh. Yes. <laughs> 4,000 minutes. That's what I'm saying. Oh. 4,000. And then I've listened to 7,000 minutes. You've got 40 something. Yeah, that's that's insane, Barney. No, it's not. No, as no, in, like, that's a lot of music you're digesting. But that's like someone that uses Spotify as Seven a normal yeah. music yeah. player. I listen to podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> it's good for you. <laughs> <laughs> 
Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> very good for you, Jordan. Okay. <laughs> I love the I love the podcast. I'm a good boy. I love my vegetables. So, anyway, I've got a bit of a surprise here, maybe. Um, top tune is uh, Faces of Inflection, George Duke. Second tune is Car Unto the Dust. Third tune is Statues, Barney Artist and Alva. Oh, wow. um, We've got a few of them. A, lot of, a few people tagged me in that. Statue being in there. Oh, sitting there. Um, statue, bro. Yeah, Statues nah. surprised me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with Jordan today. <laughs> Number four, Terence Blancard, Winding Roads. Yeah. Number five, Hope. I think, I don't know what you, I think that might be 44th Moves, Hope. Yeah. It might be another Hope, I don't know, but... Yeah, it's just in relation to my top art. I don't know. I don't know. I can't. It wasn't are you, a good are you happy? Are you... Am I happy? Yeah. It's just here. I don't know. Not embarrassed? Okay. <laughs> no. It just exists. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's I don't really have I think, to. I think that's a strong five. Yeah, it's good. Junior? Junior? Um, the pre... Uh, the, <laughs> <laughs> the, the disclaimer for my list is... No, it's not, no, there's no right stems come afterwards. Uh, okay. Five to one, please. Five to one is uh, Lionel Louis K. Hey. Very strong. Um, Leon Thomas, <laughs> Don't know. Uh, Cleo Soul, Krang hey. uh, Bin, hey. and Salt. Hey, okay. that's two salts. That's nice. Now, the disclaimer for my list is like Alpha, I only really use Spotify for referencing. When I'm doing sessions, people always say, Oh, yeah, we want this track to sound like this kind of thing. So I listen via Spotify. Because What's your minutes? Listen, how many minutes? 20,000. <laughs> I can't be, I can't be researching for 20,000. No, 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 man. I listen no, for, man. You can't be researching. Why can't I be researching for 20,000? 20,000 minutes, you can't be researching. I'm listening to these songs in the car on the way to sessions, before sessions, making notes. 20,000. Okay, how long is 20,000? That's hours, bro. 20,000. All right, what's your top five songs? Uh, Sleepless Night. I don't actually know who that's by. Uh, Balance of Life, that's a Leon Thomas song. Uh, Balance of Life is a song that got me through lockdown, actually. I was, I was playing that a lot. Um, oh, shit. Six Degrees of Separation, one of my tracks. That's your own tune. 1989. I don't know who that's by. I have no idea who that's by. And then Directions, which is another one of my songs. A bit bizarre. Well, I mean, mine were my top two. So. <laughs> <laughs> you are a fan of your. Everyone's a fan of themselves. Yeah, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> you made me laugh. Anyway. All right, so let's. Okay, so that's all good. And obviously, once again, we got top top fourteen podcast music podcast in the UK, United Kingdom. You know how you roll. That's it, baby. That's great. And Northern Ireland. <laughs> and, and yeah, and big shout out to everyone that had me in there. It's like zero point zero five percent of this yeah, That's insane, yeah. crazy. Yeah, that sort of that stuff. Was way to see. Thank you very um, much. But um, let's look at the yeah. The, what what the the question was, which is like this this, this actually, whole does yeah, any of this matter? Did, yeah, um, does this matter? Is it right? Are Spotify exploiting yes. this? Um, and kind of talk about that. Uh, Alpha, you said yes. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't actually matter. It doesn't actually matter. To be honest, this whole like I just proved it. Me and Jordan have proved it. It's not even a good like. Metric. They actually yeah they actually mm. don't really know what my favorite like what I actually was listening to properly this year because it wasn't like a main vehicle. Mm-hmm. So, 
results are skewed, things like that. Artists are putting up things like, oh, I got all these. Look, man, like I don't know. It does it rub you does it rub you the wrong way when artists post up their numbers and be like, thank you guys, and I I got five million, twenty million. It doesn't Stringent bother me. Here. Yeah, no, it doesn't rub me the wrong way. It does make me go, you basically going, this is how much money I make, pretty much. Mm. Which I don't, I honestly don't mind that they're doing that. But I feel like in the question that was asked, he was, he was like, do you feel a way, do you think, feel like that's revealing? Yeah. That is revealing. You're basically saying... He was also talking about how much, for example, because on these swamp, on these things, in the slides when you do it, um, it tells you... Like, my most listened song was seven songs, but it might say, you've listened to this artist for 850 minutes mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. And they did a calculation on the Instagram post where, like, let's say a song's three and a half minutes. That's like, um, oh, God, what is that? Whatever. Whatever that number is. Divided by, a hole, mate. divided by the royalty. <laughs> um, and so, like, 800 minutes of listening is really only X amount of songs. And then divided by the royalty is, like, basically you're getting that's you're giving that artist who you thought you were devoting so much time to, like 35p or something like that. Mm. Um, but one thing I would say about that is actually some artists aren't even getting that 35p. That's for 100% ownership. They would, some would be getting 17, half of that. And then an artist on a really bad deal at a major, like on 8%, would be getting like 8% of that. So um, you don't even get that money really. You're obviously recouping as well and like, it is insane to think how much, like, if you bought an album, if you bought my album on Bandcamp, it would yeah. be, it would go a lot further. But yeah. at the same time, it helps you grow worldwide. I had, I had, yeah, I, I had a bit of an issue with, um, I think it's all good to make uh, your fans aware of what the situation is financially, but they shouldn't feel guilty about being excited about them saying that I listen to you the most. And I thought that post felt a little bit like, Hey, what post? There, you, um... there was a post that I saw about like the numbers and the figures, and like that dropped on the same day as as right. the rap. Then it was like, you may be listening to eight hundred minutes, but do you know they're getting paid? And it's just like I I'm really glad you put the information out there, but at the same time I just don't want enough because I got a lot of messages from supporters being like, hey I didn't oh man like I'm so sorry I, like I I didn't know I wasn't paid. and I was like no like I it's not your problem, it's Spotify's fault. Spotify are the baddies here when it comes to not paying artists correctly. That's the issue here. So I think if you can support your artists by doing, I think we spoke about this on like podcast, a few podcasts ago, um, do, but like don't feel bad for streaming music. I don't think you should, me personally, I don't think you should feel bad about streaming music. I think that this is what the climate is and I, and, and I, and I am really happy that you're finding joy from my music in, um, and you're listening to it a lot but I'm also yeah glad that you know about it but don't feel like it's your fault that I'm getting fucked over by streams it's not your fault it's the it's the streaming company's fault that's yeah my, that's my take on it um so was that post saying that it was the listener's fault uh, but or I'm, like was I'm, the not the not not explicitly but was that the insinuation I think to drop it on the same day as the as the as the wrapped yeah. with everybody kind of yeah, like another thing is that Spotify Wrapped is a free promotional tool for Spotify. It's a massive ad, basically, yeah. for Spotify, um, because people would want to know there. At the end of the day, you're gonna go to Spotify and have a yeah, look at yeah. it. So it's a huge ad for Spotify. That's what that's what it in the sense like it is, um, and I think that's one thing. But obviously, to drop it on the same day as the rap thing coming out, 
is coming off of the back. It's using the momentum of that time. And I think that's why I'm just like, yeah, I, I'm. I, there's a lot of people that were tagging me, being really excited. I don't know how you guys were, but like really excited about... Yeah, that. I didn't get any um, sort of sorry messages though, anything like I that. I, I, I think it's a bit weird for them. Well, not weird. I mean, if they felt sorry, it's fair enough. Yeah, I, I definitely but, got that. And, and them saying, like, I didn't know... I'm sorry, I didn't know. I don't think the intention of that post was to criticise the customer, so was it? Um, My point is, is that I just don't want, my point is, as I specified before, is that Spotify, that's what the issue is. You've done nothing Mm. wrong here. And I think that's my thing about that. So don't feel guilty about it. You now know what the situation is, but don't feel embarrassed about posting your rapped who you listen to the most. I think that's my point. Yeah. That's what, I I just don't feel that people should be embarrassed about who they listen to and, and be yeah, you know, cause that's also spread awareness for, for some artists as well. There's like I suppose my brethren, and she was just like, she found out about artists that she didn't know about because her friend had posted their artists and all like, oh who's that? And I want to go now listen to that mm. person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great conversation. It's like taste making, personal yeah. taste making. Yeah. yeah. Well, taste making. <laughs> ah. <laughs> so close, but so far. Shall we choose some music? Speaking of taste making, yeah, let's do it. You're, you're the guest, Junior, so you should go first.
So that was a track called Pussycat by a collective called Black Sugar. Um, Sick. Yeah, it's a really old track, 1971 or two. And it's, I think, like the third vinyl I ever bought. I found, wow. found it in a record shop. Uh, I can't remember where, probably Detroit or Chicago or something. And um, casual, yeah, <laughs> on tour, on tour, sorry, on tour. Um, and uh, are they American? No, they're so so it's a made by Peruvian, uh, famous film composer. Oh, sick, sick, called huh? Jamie Delago. I don't know if I'm butchering that name, but yeah, he's he's a really famous, um, Peruvian film composer, red, like red, red Peruvian, like a couple of weeks back, didn't you? Oh, I'm gonna say yes, sick, yeah, you did, you know, for no market. Ah, yeah, we oh, even food. food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, dope. Yeah. It's nice, no? Really nice. Yeah, it's really surprising. Oh, my God, yeah. So, yeah, that's that's that track. I love how, like, in that era, man, they just... Like, it was such a vibe back then. When there's any time, timing things, you know, now yeah. everyone be like, oh, my God. Yeah, it's very wonky. Very wonky. But, like, it just feels so natural. <laughs> yeah. Weirdly, it's something weird about that. Because when I hear stuff out of time now, I'm like... I'm just like, what's right. happened? What can I... Th- Do you think that's like the downside about with computers and stuff? Like, yeah, and, definitely. And, and like, yeah, they, yeah. Were, they were probably most of them in a room playing On that. tape. Yeah. Definitely. And stuff like... Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? And I think yeah. that, that, that kind of element and that kind of... The alphamist way. Yeah, that's... Well, I, I think that like <laughs> whole ethos so in terms of like playing in a room, the takes the take. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, Do you do any timing? Do <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, you do any things where you ever so slightly move for? Maybe sometimes if it's whack. I recorded a couple. <laughs> oh, do you mean editing? Yeah. In post. Yeah, I, I do what I can, but then because it's way the more. I make I make life a lot harder for myself, yeah. and mm. it's a lot more noticeable if I do anything drastic. Yeah. So you just gotta sit and pray that. No one what, what was done was done in the session. <laughs> yeah. Because okay. when I try to fix it, but that's the point. That's why I go in like that. Anyway, yeah. So, but yeah, that tune was sick, man. Like yeah. I had the strings. Um, yeah. I'm inter- intertwining with the brass because, like, I don't really hear that. It's either strings are the main feature of a song mm. at, or, like, brass is the main feature of a song. Yeah. But to have both of them together, it was nice. The percussion was sick. Who's, who is the... You know who the leader is? Uh, or what the J- lead is? Jamie. Like what, the, what they uh, play. I was trying to think what mm, instrument. I was thinking, listen to the mix, that? like, what instrument. was the lead? Mm. I don't know. I think I, it was but, a band. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just wondering. I don't. But the, he's it's run by this film composer. He's okay, quite yeah, famous yeah. in Peru, I believe. Mm. So that's why it's kind of got a cinematic feel a bit. In, yeah, in the strings and stuff. Hundred yeah, yeah. percent. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I don't know what the main instrument is. Oh, nice man. Yeah. Barney, nice. did you like it? Yeah, yeah. It was. It was. <laughs> I, the, the, it was the energy like. Um, in the room was sick. No, I was, I was loving. But you know, it was. I thought it kept ending. It wasn't ending. That was the only thing I was. Saying. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That was like, oh, they, okay, okay, yep. Yeah, right, <laughs> oh, no, oh, yeah. They had more tape, you know, so they just kept it, kept exactly, it running, kept it running. Oh, yeah. Um, but no, like, sick. I just think, yeah, I, I do feel. Work on your ending, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I do feel like, um, yeah, the music like that. I love when music can kind of. Yeah, trans- transport you into a place, and you just feel like you're in that in that area, in that vibe, in that time. Um, and yeah, yeah. It, was, it was wicked, and I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, but on that um, feeling like it was ending, there's that feeling that feeling that musicians get when the jam is winding down. Yes, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. you're creating something <laughs> from like from scratch. You never played it for the high points done. You, you're loving this bit or whatever, yeah. but then you know the song should be ending now, but because it's a jam. Yeah. 
We're just going to play around. Do you do a sort of wine Okay, so like you guys all play in your respective bands and stuff and lead bands and stuff. Do you do a signal when it's going to keep going? I think it requires the drummer to come down, usually. Drummers are the best at controlling... Well, they should be the best at controlling dynamics. Because if you're in the keys and you're going... And then you start going <laughs> softly... Yeah. And then the drummer's still yeah, going yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, ah, oh, shit. But do you like... No, I'm saying, like, do you guys like... if you're still, Even though the drummer is, like, controlling the whatever... But you obviously got to give them the look of... Yeah, yeah. I think there's a... There's yeah. Eye, eye the unspoken. And, like, Unspoke, yeah. The, the twirl of the hand kind of thing. Twir- to, like, to go around again, maybe a few more times or something. Okay. But in the jam, there's really none of that. You just sort of whittle off. Well, the jams I've done, it's been mostly like <laughs> everyone slowly shrivels up. Do you know what I mean? And who shrivels up last ends the tune, basically. It's just like... So that's the last it's, note. It's like... Ding. Yeah, and we're done with that one. Okay, let's start another one. See the other one with a girl wrapped in my ear? Oh, my... De- yeah. <laughs> we, we've told this story in the podcast before. <laughs> yeah. Jordan, Jordan, some girl having a jam session in Jordan's ear. She's trying to seduce you. There was a jam we there quite early and I was sitting on the couch and um, a girl like was a rapper and she was like rapping while the jam was happening just to herself in the crowd and then she just sat down to me and she like was like aggressively rapping into my ear like Freeze. pointing at my face. Like rapping like... You ever a boss like this? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, whoa. We were sat on the other side of the room looking across. He's not helping do this. And I was going to get Tom and like... And we were just like... <laughs> and I was like, sick. When she finished, she was like... And I was like, sick. <laughs> and I didn't really know what to say. <laughs> um, Trauma. Anyway. Uh, cool. Next, next track. Um, I'll go next.
eyes, I shit Like the lion full of pride for the city, yeah, I swear Stand up, VA, let them see it everywhere Tennis shoe like underwear, cause I'm under there Hustling and grinding, supernova shining Ruby with the diamond, shout out to shining All the stars is aligning, lames need alignment No dividing, in the van with the band on the road riding On the ice, I'm twice as nice, I'm with the blade sliding Couple J's and a cup of Joe, no biting Butcher Brown and Fly Anakin, it's no hiding for the kill, shit, you niggas know the deal. Putting on for the city, yeah, 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 yeah. And we all about the city, yeah, 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 yeah. Putting on for the city, yeah, 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 yeah. RBA, that's the city, yeah, 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 yeah. Putting on for the city, yeah, 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 yeah. And we all about the city, yeah, 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 yeah. Putting on for the city, yeah, 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 yeah. RBA, that's the city, yeah, yeah. Butcher Brown and Fly Anakin. Breaks over, it's the takeover. So that was Butcher Brown with uh, For The City um, featuring Fly Anakin from the album King Butch released this year. These guys are great anyway. Um, what did you guys think of this? Yeah, I loved it. I was saying yeah, like, it. yeah, the energy um, just felt like, yeah, quite similar to that Black Milk stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And, you know, that like, little brother, that era of like hip hop, that kind of underground mm. kind yeah. of vibe where it's like, Real raps, but like live instrumentation, yeah. you're grooving. You can imagine it live, just going absolutely off. Um, yeah, man, um, absolutely loved it. Yeah, absolutely solid, it. solid grooving. Yeah, always, man. always, always appreciate. Are you judge? Are you judgmental when you're listening to tunes because obviously you pay percussion and, and, uh, and stuff like that? Are you going? Mm, this groove's not not feeling the groove on this. Like, are you super judgmental? No, not really, not really. I just can you play drums? Yes, but I. Don't yeah, definitely play drums. Yeah, I can, I can, but I don't professionally. There's, there's a lot of drummers in the world. I bet if yeah. you ask any drummer if they can play percussion, they yep. say yes. Yeah, exactly. But they, <laughs> but most drummers can't play they percussion. Love it, yeah, they love it. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, <laughs> actually funny. Um, what did you think of the two? Yeah, man, I thought it was sick. Love the beat. Didn't realize they were band until we just saw the bio. Now, yeah. Um, I was just thinking then about how they would make that music and I was just thinking it'd be so cool. You know, we we had that a hip hop making session with a band. Yeah. I won't say who for, but um like, you know when you're playing on a groove, it's very easy to go off like a loop, a mm. really solid loop like that. So I wonder if they just it's cuz sometimes the drums sound different like as if he's playing a crash and a different. I was like I wonder if they played a 4 minute loop of the same thing because that's really hard to do I think he was just that good like he was just good do you know mm. what I mean so it's just do you think sat... that's a full take I w- it wouldn't uh, surprise, wouldn't me surprise me yeah yeah that's, that's yeah. what I mean it's like the, the the discipline they had to like play their part and there's only slight inflections which makes it even nicer yeah. here or there so yeah really sick I liked it I'll play my track yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Thank you. 
track was called Old Maps by Tigran Hamasayan featuring the Varudi Art School Children's Choir. Um, yeah, from his new album, The Call Within. Nice. Yeah, he's one of the world's best piano players, man. Um, yeah, that was so sick. There was like a, yeah, a moment of actual dissonance, you know what I mean? There was like yeah. a bed of really nice harmony. And then like, sometimes people like to go off and all have like surprising bits of harmony that it changes to. But it was straight like, on its own, the chord wouldn't have sound wouldn't wouldn't have been a nice sound to my ear. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but nah, all that together, it was just in, it was an interesting listen. But it was nice as well. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. Um, but yeah, what did you what did you? You see dissonance, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is that supposed to sound shit? Like 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 like, like is the, no wait sorry that sounded so harsh. I didn't mean that way. Sorry guys, I didn't mean that way. Obviously the song's sick, but like and it's obviously on purpose. But like, what's the thinking behind it? Like what? Like what is it supposed to do? It's what we were talking. Remember when we were um, relating music to film? Yes. yes and going about subverting expectations. Yes. So my expectation for that tune was you got children singing. That's remind me what you got angels singing in heaven. Basically, I'm just like, oh, you got a heavenly bed. Yeah. And then you hit me with some rap. Like, do you know what I mean? It's like someone just thing. put his okay. Hands so, so, down. so the point is to shock to make you go, oh. But it's like. Yeah, maybe. well, I don't know, maybe. We have to Sometimes on a really deep level, it's not dissonant to them. Oh, that's yeah. it. He, could, he can hear that. That exists. Oh, he's shit. He's dissonant. No, so, I can't hear it, but he can, like, he's like, yeah, this is expressive. So does that mean, so you didn't, so you didn't like it or you did like, what's... Oh yeah, that's true. You everything, everything about basically. Sometimes I, I feel can like say, you see dissonance, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the day, it's like I liked it. Or I didn't no, like no, it. listen, no, it's not. That's that's not music. The art is art is you can look like bits and not like other bits, so you can still true. You know so what I'm saying? Can't, don't don't black but and white. Which me. bit did you like? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think sometimes yeah, mm-hmm. I feel bare dumb listening to music when I don't understand. Like it's like you know when you go to an art gallery and then someone's just like put like a red dot in the middle of a white paper and they go, oh, this is art, yeah. And you don't, and you're like, oh, you don't understand it because it's deeper than whatever. So that's why I ask dissonance. Do you know what I'm saying? And so is this the equivalent of a red dot on like a wall in a, in a, in a gallery? <laughs> no, no, no. It was sick. Like, it yeah. was really nice. Yeah. Apart from that. <laughs> I'm sorry, but you can't oh, jump. It was you see like dissonance, it. yeah? It was really nice. I the whole bit of it. No, no. It was really nice except for that bit where it went like, it sounded like shit. Like, I, like, I, like, like that bit. But it was supposed to sound like that. No, when it checked, when it went like that thing where it, it wasn't When it out, stopped being happy. Yeah, it went, but then it came back like it was, it was yeah. like a bit. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what that, like, and I'm just like, oh, that's just expression, I suppose. But I didn't like the expression. Um, that's fair enough. But it was sick. <laughs> it, it was sick. Like the rest of it was wicked. But yeah, I, I don't know. I just kind of was like, oh, but maybe I'm not deep enough to get the thing. So, and that's why, and that's why I was asking about this. And you, and you guys get a, a great explanation. So I found it strangely therapeutic to listen to actually, um, because yeah, it's it's quite calming at the beginning with the choir, and then I, I found the dissonance a bit pleasing. Funny enough, which is a bit of a contradiction. Why? But, Sorry. He's a red dot guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what, what about uh, it was like? Because it wasn't like, it wasn't piercing to the air dissonance where I'm like, this sounds horrible. It was just a little bit of this, to me, 
how I perceived it was just a tiny bit of dissonance. It wasn't like, it, it didn't make me cringe or anything. And that was a nice contrast to what the choir is doing. Again. Yeah, to be fair, it wasn't it wasn't drastic. It, it wasn't, wasn't like, a drastic. It didn't thing. turn to like, you know, children's choir, heavy metal scream for like three seconds. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then back to the children's choir. It's quite tasteful dissonance in, in, in the approach. It's quite subtle. And yeah, again, it wasn't piercing to the air where you're just like, turn turn this off. That's how I perceived it anyway. So I found it quite therapeutic on, on that angle. Okay. Nice, Jordan. Two, two out of three, mate. <laughs> yeah. yeah had the same it, it'll never be three out of three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My music selection. All right, cool. Well, I'll go last. Safe. No 
Django Django with Love's Dart from the album Django Django. Um, so I um, heard this album when I was working at Dr. Martin's in, in Westfield. Shout out to Junior, who used to come visit me. Yeah. Shout and out to the free to choose. They had, <laughs> they had, they had a, a juke, a juke, is it a jukebox? Yeah, a jukebox. Yeah. yeah, they had a jukebox in there. Yeah. And they had like random CDs in there. And then one time I played this album and I was like, oh my God, like what the heck's this? Um, and I ended up like falling in love with the album. Um, and then like, I ended up um, meeting up with Dave McLean, who's like the drummer slash producer and writer of, of the records of Django Django. And I loved it. Um, and this one especially I really liked because the simplicity of it, but then there's like, like the, the drum pattern and the groove of it was really, really cool and quite... Um, um, purposeful mm. it didn't veer off it was like this is what we're doing this is what yeah, the picture yeah. that we're painting um, and was quite vivid in its imagination and imagery so guys yeah loved it loved the rhythmic elements of it um, um, yeah, the, the the drum pattern almost sounded like tap dancing yeah. which like kind of took me back to like stomp days when I used to do stomp and I'm I'm always into when people use unconventional uh, instruments for backbeats and drums and stuff like that. Um, yeah, it was, it was really nice rhythmically and a really, really nice strong melody on top of it. As yeah, well. I love that. The harmonies are good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was cool. So what I was saying before was that I listened to a podcast of him talking, breaking down how they make music. Oh, and so the the main producer, I, th- I know they're a band, but there is one guy that's sort of like the driver. Yeah, Dave. They made this album actually in their bedroom. And like, so so they were using like tape and like recording stuff on little cassettes and then resampling it. And that's why it's got a sound to it. Like mm-hmm. the, mm. the drums sounded, obviously not like big studio Abbey Road drums. Yeah, they yeah, had yeah. like a sound. Um, so, which is cool. Well, I went to their studio after like this album blew up and they started making their next album. And like, imagine like a studio of just like, just junk everywhere. Like yeah. all, every, like just so many things. Cause they met, they actually met at art college as a band. Oh really? So yeah, like just, I can, as I imagine like a drummer, you know how drummers like come and they just have like, press percussion, it's like, you know, just come like a bag of like yeah, all these really like fake. weird things yeah, yeah. and make different sounds and it was just like that on a studio scale. So I'm not surprised that was the, the case. Yeah. yeah. Um, Alpha? Um, yeah, nice. It was cool. Um, melody, guitars. Uh, I like the <laughs> instrumental, to be honest. I wasn't really a fan of the vocals. Um, but that's just me. I think it was like, I was a fan of the writing, but not the vocals. So yeah, I, I like the writing, I like the harmony. Yeah. Um, it's more, the, and, it, and the thing is the voices weren't even, like I'd say, if, example of someone with I say a voice, I don't like that. Like, King Crew I like as an artist. Yeah. yeah. If somebody tells me yeah, King Crew's yeah. got the worst voice they've ever heard, I yeah. can't fight you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yes. I be I like his music, but yeah. I can't really argue with you. It is pretty, yeah. you know what I mean? But, it's not the case here. Yeah. Here it's more like, it's more the style of it yeah. that I'm not really, it's not really, I don't really tend to lean towards. So 
It's a, yeah, it's, I can't really pick out then. Really, well, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's quite a specific sort of harmony choice and vocal choice in singing wise. Mm. Like, so I was saying, it reminds me of like the Beach Boys. Yeah, which is kind of like quite it, yeah. surfer esque harmonies. Yeah, yeah, which is can be a little bit like. That's why it surprised me that you would choose something like this. Hey, hey, hey! I got, I got taste, cultured, yeah. <laughs> cultured. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, them. Um, but yeah, no, yeah. Um, everything else that everyone else said is true and valid, yes. So yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a fact check. No, correct. Yeah. Um, yeah, all right, cool. Well, been Thank another episode. Thanks, thanks, thanks for listening. Thanks for being here. Oh, yeah, thanks for having Junior, me. Flying the for being here. Lovely. Um, yeah, you can listen to Junior. His artist name is J-A-B, Jab, all caps. Uh, like Muhammad Ali. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's happening okay. <laughs> so yeah so you search his stuff listen to it you may have come across it already yeah do you know what I mean um, he's pretty low profile but his music's doing more anyway anyway yes. podcast Subscribe. please follow yeah follow us on all these yeah. all these places Instagram either, it's just, it's just we've only got two left for the for the end of the year two more podcasts two more podcasts for the end out. of the year um, um yeah Thank you for being here. Thanks for being along with the journey and yeah, we'll catch you. We'll catch you next week. On the flip side, see you next week. Bye. Peace. Bye.